What's up guys? We believe teenagers have been put in a box and under a stereotype and we want to break out of that. Every week we talk with the next generation of innovators and influencers about stuff like entertainment, fashion, sports, and food. We also get the perspective on current topics as well as find out what keeps them motivated on the daily. Welcome to Juvie. What's going on, Juvie listeners? Welcome back to another episode. Super, super excited for this one. Before Josh introduces the guest, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, hit the download for- button for us. It'd be much appreciated. If you're watching on YouTube, subscribe, comment, all that. Share this video with two friends yeah. of yours. And Josh, who are we talking with? Today, guys, we are joined by a young TikTok travel influencer with over 6 million followers on TikTok, Alex Ojeda. How you doing, dude? How's it going, guys? Thank you for having me. Of course. Super excited. Yeah. Uh, Alex actually reached out to us, and I was like, whoa, that was kind of crazy. I saw your follower count, and I was like, insane. Yeah. Super. And as soon as that happened, I was like, we got to get one for an episode. Definitely. So you're 18 years old, correct? 19. 19. 19 years old. And yeah. I know you do a lot of traveling, but where's your home base at? I'm in Austin, Texas. So I travel nice. full time, but my family's down here. So Great. Uh, I guess my home base is Texas. Nice. Super cool. So we'll get into all of it, but yeah. I think Alex kind of has the dream job. Not going to lie. Definitely. That's like my like, dream. It's kind of like one of the coolest jobs. Yeah. So kind of like run us through what your job, what you would describe it as. So, I mean, right now um, I do a ton of partnerships with resorts. So um, I pretty much just, you know, make TikToks covering super cool places, you know, water parks, anything thrilling. Um, I just travel around the world doing that right now. Um, that's the kind of, that's you know, that's the coolest job yeah. title. I don't know what you'd give that title. But, yeah. That sounds amazing. I can't say how much i would love to just travel around the world and go to water parks and resorts and get paid for it like that sounds so cool <laughs> so it's, it's fun time yeah so how do you when did you like kind of enter the influencer world so the, probably around five years ago actually wow uh, so i was i was young uh i was probably like 14 15 um, but back when Fortnite was actually like taking off like crazy, yeah. um, my grandmother, she actually, I'm from Mexico city, so she was living there. Um, and then, you know, my grandfather died, so she came to live with us and, you know, she was just like dead, just kind of like super depressed doing nothing all day. And so I was like, you know, what, what can I do with her that we can like bond at or like, yeah, I don't like yeah. playing cards every single day, 24 hours a day. <laughs> um, and my, my younger brother was insane at Fortnite. He was wasting his life just playing 24 hours a day, just you know, sitting there yeah. um, getting insane. I was like, man, you need to get on Twitch. These people are making crazy money yeah. um, playing Fortnite. And he was just like, nah, it's whatever. But he was sending these clips, these 15 second clips of him getting killed to his friends. Um, and so I was like, you know what? Just send me your clips. And so I basically took the clips, just the gameplay. And I put a headset on my grandma and a controller in her hand and filmed her as if she were playing these That's clips. Genius. And had her, That's like, so smart. Over overnight on instagram i posted a video and it got like two hundred thousand views on her page wow, wow. Um, it was it went crazy and you know i just from there i kept like there was a ton of fortnite pages reposting the videos tagging the account and we just kept making videos and um it turned into more like i got her doing the emotes i would film her doing a bunch of stuff like <laughs> fortnite related uh, but she she was still you know in a bad space so she was kind of just playing a character when really um she wasn't doing well yeah um, now she's doing great but um, as time went on, it got harder and harder to film. You know, it was just her depression got worse. So I was like, what can we do? Like, we're not making new content. And I kept seeing ads about TikTok. Yeah. And I took her um, videos, posted it on TikTok, and another, like, overnight viral success Wow. Um, on TikTok. Like, 50,000 followers. It was crazy because on Instagram, we got to, like, 100,000 a couple, you know, it was probably, like, a four or five-month period. That's wow. crazy. Page. 
That's insane. Um, and TikTok overnight on TikTok, like 50k followers right there. Wow. Um, we we didn't really post as much, and I didn't really keep doing that because, like I said, it got really hard to shoot with her. Yeah. Um, and so I was like, you know what? I'm gonna post my own videos and start doing this TikTok thing because it was fun. You know, I was appearing in some of the videos, making little skits here and there. Um, but yeah, from there I just started posting, and it was just like crazy. This is like right when TikTok. I think it's three, three or four years ago wow. when TikTok switched from Musically to TikTok. Yeah, gotcha. um, I don't know. If you guys are probably how old are you guys? Uh fifteen. I'm seventeen. Okay, so yeah, you guys probably do Musically and all that. Yeah, but, yeah, um, I, I, yeah I, just, I just started posting. Yeah. Wow. I had the most cringe Musically's ever. I'm not even gonna lie. I'm Did you? so I'm so glad that account is not like. Ever. I didn't know you made Musically. Oh, dude, it was bad. I mean, like I wasn't like really try hard. Yeah. At it, but like they were bad. Oh, dude, nobody had good Musically's. No. Except people that like grew on Musical.ly and then yeah. switched over to TikTok. True. So what did you start posting on um, TikTok? Like what was your original content that you were making, just you? I mean, honestly, I, at this time, there was like no one was really on TikTok. All the Musical.ly, like those kids were talking about, that, like grew on Musical.ly and then sort of came back. There was like a period where no one was on TikTok because no one knew what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was kind of just, there was like trends. There was like super like, trendy it was like everything was trend based so there was no niche creators or anything yeah. so um there were these trends where one of them was like you'd pretend to backflip into a pool and then you hit the shoot dance um, oh, and yeah. so like i did that into a walmart like i took did my own twist where i saw these people doing pool i did it at walmart pretending like i'm gonna jump into the ball pit mm-hmm. and gotcha. then like i did the dance that was like my first viral ish um you know sort of video and then um Actually, at Walmart, they have these claw machines that are, uh, they have like Chinese boxes in them. Gotcha. I don't know if you know. Yeah. Have you seen those? And so I actually made it look like I won AirPods. I made these videos making it look like I won these crazy prizes out of these like boxes when I would just like fake it. Yeah. Um, it was getting like millions and millions of, uh, those got like crazy. I probably had five or six of those get millions of likes. Wow. Wow. Um, and this was just, you know, growing my page. And I was actually in my sophomore year of high school. So I was also posting at school. And like the main thing I would do is make videos with my teachers. So I would get like my teachers and people around me and everyone involved in the video. Like I would, and I would totally clickbait it. Like I'd put like my teacher kicked me out of this video. Yeah. I'll be safe. Yeah. And so I just, you know, grew from there and all throughout high school and, you know, sophomore to junior year. And then I ended up graduating early in my senior year. That's interesting. Nice. I wonder what it's like, uh, like how many followers did you have when you're in high school? So going it's really hard to tell. I think I remember being at like a million. Wow. Um, wow. When I was in, I can't remember sophomore or junior year, but one Did of you, those two. I started end of sophomore year. So gotcha. Did you see year, uh, so. people start to treat you differently once you started getting a platform? Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. hundred percent. It, it was not, it's kind of like an alien amongst thousands of kids. My high school is big. We're here in Texas. And so, yeah. um, people just didn't understand what it was. And there was a mixture of like haters. There was a mixture of people who actually supported it. And then there's people that are jealous. Yeah. And then there's people that secretly wish that they really want to do it, but because 100%. it's not accepted, they don't want to do it. Yeah. Um, and so all of that kind of just like was just a big mess. And then I actually had videos, like I said, I was doing, I had the principals and stuff, the principal of the school in my videos and stuff. Um, where the school logo would be in the background. Gotcha. I remember I did this one trend like multiple times. Um, you know, I'd post like the different drafts of it and it'd just blow up. And my school's logo was in the background, like four or five teachers um, in on it. And so people started noticing like what school I went to and they would show up to the school looking for me. Wow. Like, yeah. 
it, it was pretty crazy. Um, but everybody kind of knew from around from surrounding schools and from my school, like who I was from those videos, having yeah. the school logo and seeing their, their teachers and the principal, um, in there. But yeah, it was a, it was a big mix of, uh, you know, how people took it, but majority of it was hate and majority of it was like it being not accepted not accepted yeah. yeah yeah i feel like that happens when a lot of teenagers start to do anything that becomes successful definitely right? so in that transition like when did it transition from kind of comedy skit type videos to traveling to the stuff you do now so that that's actually more recent so i was kind of like i guess the stereotypical tiktoker doing all the trends doing all that putting mm-hmm. like high energy where i would smile in every video super big and um that stuff just i kind of like it wasn't really me. It wasn't really what I liked. And it yeah. was kind of just like, I was doing it. I wasn't doing it for the cloud, but it, it was what was getting me views. So I was yeah. like, you know what, I'm going to do this. And it was fun. It was, don't get me wrong. I, I loved it. You know, went on that the junior year of my, um, you know, going into senior year, that whole summer, I just like went out and traveled to, um, Los Angeles and just collaborated with all these creators. I was yeah. going to cam on the, on the TikTok, but it was, it was like literally every day we'd be grinding, making content. Yeah. Um, nonstop and it was only for tiktok nothing else just tiktok 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 um, and really that that just kind of got old after the pandemic when that yeah. stopped happening and you know i stopped traveling i was like what do i do now you know i'm just sitting at home i'm not collaborating with anyone i'm not doing anything like i had to i had to sit down and be like what do i actually want to do and what do i actually like you know what do i like and so yeah. i started realizing you know from a young age we would travel all the time family and i um and so I, I love the hospitality industry, just everything about it. And so travel, you know, obviously a part of that. And so being able to, um, you know, kind of take what I was doing already and mix it into, you know, the content definitely um, was really, I had it slowly happened. You know, I started, I went from getting millions of views each video to, you know, less than a hundred thousand slowly building it back up. And then, yeah. you know, it's kind of built up to now, but it was really just this year when I started going ham on the travel. I was going to do it before the pandemic, but then you know, pandemic happened. And yeah. As things started opening up, I was like, yeah, I'm going to start posting the travel. Then, you know, more and more opportunities just came. And so Definitely. now I've just been, you know, riding that wave. That's so That's cool. amazing. I feel like, like that's how you can like keep the, like yourself as an influencer, like happy with what you're doing is you find a way to mix what you actually love doing. Like you said, traveling, and then you literally just create content about it. Yeah. You mix that together and you're, you're kind of living your dream life, right? Exactly. That sounds great. Oh, 100%. And that's the great thing of social media, especially yeah. with what y'all are doing and, and just literally anyone. I feel like every, all, there's a ton of creators even today that are just doing whatever they can to get views and get, you know, some clicks on their page for yeah. followers. Um, but like I said, that that always dies off soon. I feel 100%. like, um, you know, you can make money from that. You can do that. You can go ahead. But I feel like once you start building a personal brand and doing what you love, it's like yeah. 10 times easier. Because now I don't feel like, oh, I have to post a video today. It's like, no, this is fun. I'm going down a water slide and I got to make a video. Like, it's cool stuff. Yeah. Well, and like, if you think about it, like we're in this for the long run, like we're not in here for the sprint just to get the exactly. views. Like we're going to continue to make this type of content until this type of content is what everyone is, what everyone sees. Cause if we, if we just switched up for the episodes that got views and we didn't record with people that we felt like had an impact, then we wouldn't really be doing and spreading the message that we wanted to. So it's like I, me and Josh, like, Obviously, we love getting views. We love it because then our message is spread. But at the same time, is like we're going to record with guests. Obviously, you have a huge following, but we'll record with a guest that just has a great story yeah. compared to a huge following because we're really here to just spread the message that we believe in. Exactly. 
No, definitely. Yeah. And that and that's like I said, that's the long run. And regardless of how many views, I mean, you guys are killing it already on TikTok. Thank you. Um, but re- yeah, regardless of the views, I, I mean, there's so many people just, they're going at it, doing things that they don't, they don't even know what they want to do. They don't have a niche. I yeah, feel like yeah. all the niche creators are 100%. the ones winning. They may not have millions of views every video, but you know, brands are looking for people who can build, you know, build their own personal brand and yeah. Yeah. work themselves into that. Yeah, uh, so those are people are gonna win. Stay yeah. Top. So I have a question when it comes to um, the traveling. So you get reached out to by resorts and like theme parks and stuff like that. Do they just let you go for free or do they also pay you to promote them? So it all depends on the type of the collaboration. Some of the times, majority of the time, it's like non-paid. It's just, we're going to fly you out. We're going to pay your food. Yeah. Uh, we're going to pay your accommodations. And in exchange, you're going to do X amount of posts. And mm-hmm. and usually those are, um, you know, I, I do like to take those as well, it's, even though it may not be a paid opportunity. Um, but it's kind of like, that's the content I'm making anyways. And yeah. I don't have to pay to go make that. Mm-hmm. And I get this cool, you know, sometimes these, some of these vacations, you know, they're putting me in these insane like suites that are like for a whole week, it's like 10 grand to stay in. So yeah. it's like, um, I may not be getting physical cash, but it's like, I'm getting the experience of getting to grow my page and make content yeah. um, at the same time. But then, you know, there's other times where they do pay and they're like, Hey, we want you to do this. Um, but typically when it is a paid campaign, it's like they want to promote a certain thing. So gotcha. it's more of like, you know, we want to promote the tourism. They're more like trying to get a higher conversion. So it looks more like a sponsored yeah, um, gotcha. video. So it's usually not the best, but it, I don't know if you, how far you've gone down my page, but I've like been really good at mixing in like a, what a brand, like when a brand reaches out and I want to mix it into my own content. So I'll be like going down a water slide and yeah. like a product placement, like taking a drink. So I'm like mixing it in. So yeah, it's not yeah. like, the resorts themselves sometimes don't pay, but um, I'll always mix in a brand deal or two. Gotcha. Yeah, that's the uh, way to do it for sure. So now what happens is, is uh, is it like a set price or is it according to how many views then the video gets? So there's like a base, uh, probably like a base view. When the brand wants something else, like if they want usage rights, if they want, you know, specific rights to only use on social media, if they want to use it forever, if they want to run an ad on it, um, it's it all depends. Like one brand... I think, I think it's actually the brand. So if you go look at my page, you can see it, but they actually promoted the video like to 74 million views. And it was wow. like the video you open, when you open the TikTok app, you would see it. It was like crazy because they promoted it so heavily. Um, but yeah, it's, it all, it's, there's multiple factors. It's like, what do they want exactly? Like, yeah. is it going to make me go so off brand that I have to physically be there and kind of like sell out in a sense? Yeah, gotcha. Or yeah. I'm like, go buy this or go, go to this store or whatever. But it's typically the bigger brands that are, actually paying these um and then it's usually on a campaign so gotcha. when it's like for example when i do like a product placement obviously that's not going to be where they're paying me ten thousand i just like work that into my own content yeah yeah um but the higher paying are the ones with the bigger brands that are running campaigns like hashtag trend and things like that gotcha wow. so now you mentioned before that you're a tiktok ambassador so what's the difference between a tiktok ambassador and just a normal personal tiktok so in early 2020, uh, right before the pandemic, actually, um, I was selected. So you had to go through like a whole process. They gotcha. reached out to X amount of creators. I don't know how many, um, but I think, I don't know if everyone that was in their network had a shot at doing it, but um, they basically just reached out and were like, Hey, we see what you're doing. We love, you know, you're collaborating. They kind of saw like the efforts to be like sort of a leader in the creator community yeah. back then. 
And so they were just like, yeah, we'd love to see have you interview. It was kind of like interviewing for a job type gotcha. of thing, but it was yeah. like super crazy process. We had to submit videos, you know, answer these questions, like wow. go through this whole process. Um, and then there was, I think, 10 of us that were selected okay. to actually move forward and become TikTok ambassadors. And we just like went around to events, you know, um, representing TikTok, kind of being the face. So like, you know, there would be like press opportunities. We did like Business Insider, Forbes, there's wow. Wow. Um, National huge. Geographic, like all these crazy like press opportunities uh, would come to us as opposed That's so to just cool. like the general general creator. Yeah. And then we would, we didn't get to do this, but because uh, of COVID, but uh, one of our tasks was like to host creator meetups around the US. Wow. Um, like I said, we didn't get to, but like it's kind of like basically being a role model and being the face of TikTok, kind of representing TikTok at various events and press opportunities. So That's cool. super cool. So you're in like the elite creator group. I wouldn't say elite, um, but definitely I, I think they, you know, they can't just go to any random creator and be like, yeah. hey, we want you to interview for this definitely. Uh, magazine. I guess everybody has to be trained and kind of like know what to say, what's right, what's wrong. Yeah. And there's just little things that um, TikTok favors. But um, yeah, it was definitely, it was definitely a really cool opportunity be a part of that yeah um, yeah and it's, it's a bunch of great they take creators from like all different niches you know all different sizes too and gotcha. so it, was, it was a really fun experience. that's so cool so i'm curious about more of the traveling aspect um what in your opinion are some of the coolest places or like your favorite place you've ever been sent to or like worked with or yeah so the cool my favorite place probably that i've ever been to just I, it wasn't like necessarily a tip. it wasn't like a collaboration where i've been sent to or anything but um it was bali indonesia okay um yeah so i went there i think two years ago and it was just it was a goal it's a whole nother world out there you know that yeah. i never really got to experience you know i've been to europe and i've been to you know greek isles to france all those places but wow uh, when you're in like that type of country it's like super cool everything's like so chill laid back um it was, it was just like the perfect vibe just with the culture and everything. Yeah. Um, but the coolest place I've been sent to, I guess my favorite collaboration that, you know, they wanted me to come out to, I went to the new, they just opened a brand new $200 million water park in the Bahamas. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. It's at this resort called Bahamar. And so wow. they built this, it's like a luxury water park. So big like regular water park where you are, you know, you probably been to one. Yeah. And you're like, eh, whatever. This is like a luxury water park. What makes um, it luxury? So, just everything. The palm trees is so clean. Um, they have like luxury, like they literally have an area that's like, um, infinity pools, oh, you know, wow. they're like secluded. They have insane cabanas, a huge wave pool. It's kind of just like, I don't know how to describe it. Think of like the Ritz Carlton versus like a motel six. Gotcha. It's like the Ritz Carlton of the water park industry. That's so and so cool. it's, it's crazy. And the way it's built, it's like, you don't have to be, you don't have to walk an hour to, to get to one slide to another. It's like, I don't know how they designed it, but it, everything is so accessible. Like you can get around the park in like five minutes. It's so quick. That's, that's so amazing. It's like, it's insane. Yeah. That's definitely something I want to do is go to like a 100%. top water park. Cause yeah. what we have here is not great at it's all. It's so bad. We're in a small town in Northern California, like almost Oregon. So very, very Northern California. And there's, there's not a lot to do. We have a lot of like outdoor stuff, but it's like more like lakes and mountains. Yeah. But I definitely want to go to a luxury water yeah. park one day. Shouts out Waterworks Park. <laughs> Up your game. Like, <laughs> Honestly. we need that. Um, now, I'm interested. You started very young. What did your parents think going into social media? Like, did they see it as like, oh, it's kind of just like his hobby? 
a mixture of a mixture of like everything that you could think of. Um, you know, we came here from Mexico City with like I was very young. My parents came with nothing. Wow. Um, and then I was actually with them while they went through school and everything. And my, my dad actually went to law school and all that and wow. um, ended up retiring from law like very early. And he realized like I have no family time, nothing. So he became a realtor. Uh, gotcha. And now he's one of the top, top selling realtors down here in Austin. Um, and so that allowed him to be with his family. And, you know, a realtor is not a typical nine to five job. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like you, it's kind of, you have to be an entrepreneur. You have to have that like growth mindset to uh, be one. So it was, re- it, I was super surprised. It was super accepting of my parents. They were just like, they were never like, no, don't do this. No, don't do that. I mean, they definitely told me, Hey, no cuss words. No, like, yeah. don't do anything dumb in your videos. Cause it reflects back on us and our business. So 100%. Like, okay. Um, but yeah, my mom's a nutritionist. So, um, that's like more, she was doing more contract work. She wasn't actually mm-hmm. working for anyone. So she was also working for herself. And so it was just, it was very accepted from early on. I remember there was this, there's this event called playlist live over in Orlando. Um, and people, I had no idea. I just like, I maybe had 300 K followers. I just like blown up randomly out of nowhere. Right. Yeah. On TikTok. And people were telling me, you should go to this event. You should go to this event. I had no idea. I was like, I never traveled by myself. I've never done anything like yeah. The only time I've done is family vacations. And so I remember being like scared to ask my dad, Hey, can, can I go to this bed? But you know, I did it. And he was like, sure, you should wow. go. And he was super supportive. Like, let's wow. do it. And I hadn't made any money from, I think I made money from live streaming a little gotcha. bit, but uh, you know, my parents were, my dad was like fully funded. You see, I'll go with you, you know, we'll pay for our passes and just go out there. And That's um, great. I'm, I'm very fortunate. You know, a lot of people don't have that. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, amazing. But yeah, they, it was very, very supportive from early on. That's great. Now, what do those events look like? Do you either get like invited or you buy a ticket and then you go collab with people? So the higher level, like back then, that was my first event ever. I bought a ticket. You gotcha. go there, um, play this live works just like in a hotel. Okay. Um, and there's like a bunch of fans. There's like 10,000 fans. I think. Wow. Um, and then there's, and amongst those fans, there's also like the creators who didn't get invited that want okay. to come out and they'll buy a pass. Um, but there's brands out there, there's the creators will speak on panels. And when you buy a pass, you get access to all that. You get to go, there's like a kind of vendor booth set up and Very cool. all this stuff. And then it's really, it's really just a place for everybody to hang out and collab. Yeah. And then there's meet and greets as well. Um, now I actually, I'm fortunate enough now that I've grown my platform so big that, um, they do invite me out. Very cool. But before it was like, there's a ton of people that just buy their badges and just go mm. out there, you know, get their own place and just, you know, hang out there for the weekend. That's super cool. That sounds like a mecca for collaboration opportunities with like different companies. I bet so many people are coming up to you at those places for brand deals and stuff like that. Oh, definitely. I got, I got to speak there with the TikTok ambassador program. That's super cool. Um, And it was literally a room of a bunch of like, there was a mixture of people who wanted to learn social media as well, but there was also like a bunch of brand reps, you know, sitting there. I remember just like doing this panel, being super nervous. I was just like, Okay. And then after the panel, like had people coming up to me being like, Hey, I want to get your contact info. And I didn't yeah. expect that, you know? Yeah. Um, so there's definitely a mixture of everyone there. That's super wow. cool. So I've, I'm always interested when influencers like you, like, it seems like you show your life on social media, but I'm interested. What percent of your life do you think is on social media and off social media? Oh, I think, uh, I feel like a hundred percent of my life is on social you mean like what am I sharing? And what yeah, am I like not, what do you what like? What do people see on social media? Oh, okay. I, I feel like they see the best part of my life. So yeah, like definitely. If you go on my page right now, 
you're sitting there like, whoa, he's just traveling nonstop. He's at yeah. these luxury five-star all-inclusive resorts nonstop 24-7. When in reality, it's like, um, you know, I'm there for a week and then I'll come back, edit this content, post it sporadically until I'm gone to the next place. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, so it's, it's, it technically is, but like a lot of the time I have so much free time that it's like, um, I'm either editing content, you know, pitching to other resorts, other, you know, tourism boards, things like that. Um, or I'm just responding to emails. You know, I also, um, I do a lot of social media marketing as well. Gotcha. Uh, like I'm management, not marketing where I like manage other people's social medias. That's and so I did that a lot in the pandemic because my page, I didn't really post as much in the pandemic. I think for that whole year, 2020, I really only post in the beginning and then maybe post like once or twice a month. Yeah. Um, from there, I was actually just running other people's social media, doing a lot of consulting for brands. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much, you know, a mixture of doing that. And then obviously my own social media. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's like, I don't put the other stuff out there, but like what you see online is like, you know, my travel stuff and, you know, the things that I actually like to do. Yeah. So I've seen that you've collaborated with like some big creators. Who's been like the one person where you're like, wow, I'm really like with them right now. That's hard. There's a lot of them. Um, I met Mark Cuban. Yeah, uh, that's that was crazy. I did a dance video with him. That was pretty crazy. I didn't expect that. How'd that, um, how'd that come about? So it's funny. We, I actually got invited to a concert, a BB Rexa, a Jonas Brothers concert, oh, to cool. make TikToks with BB Rexa. Actually, it was like press. It was a really cool opportunity. It sounds like an unexpected collaboration with yeah. two people, but I love I love those types of collaborations where you don't see it coming. Right? Exactly. I feel like Mark Cuban, just from everything I've seen with him, he looks like such a friendly guy. Is that true in real life? Oh, he's the most genuine. Like, he was just the most cool person ever. Like, this is the guy you want to hang out with. Yeah, yeah. And especially even, uh, I don't know what it is, but it's, he's like a cool, he's like young, chill, you know. He's like, he was like into the TikTok stuff. Yeah, you know? that's super cool. Um, okay, so I've... Yeah, that was pretty crazy. Great. I've got one more question before we wrap up real quick. Um, so I've seen all over your social media is always driving or like being next to or with really, really nice, like supercars. Are those your cars or are you just getting them for like the trip? So I actually host a car show okay. um, cool. down here in Austin, Texas. And my, I don't own all those cars that you're seeing. The only car I have is a Ferrari 360. Wow. Um, that is, that is mine. That's crazy. Yeah. So that, that one is mine. Um, and I, yeah, just started the car show through social media. Actually, one of the brands I've worked with, um, HEB, they have a huge stadium down here oh, um, wow. in Texas. Like, kind of like uh, where you go to concert at. Where do you guys say you're from again? Northern California. Northern California, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not familiar with Northern. Just like any big concert venue where, like, yeah. big people play at, they have one down here. And so I kind of just reached out to them. I was like, hey, look, can I would love to, like, host this car show. Um, I'm already doing it. I was already doing it for, actually, a client of mine that I was, like, running their social media. They also, I met through, like, the car scene. And we were running a small little car show from their parking lot, from his like clinic's parking lot. Yeah. And it got too big. So I was like, hey, let me hit up ATB. And they were like, yes. So kind of just grew this um, this huge, huge car show. Like I think our last event had like over a thousand people show wow. up. That's wow. super cool. So yeah, it was, it was pretty crazy. That's crazy. Well, our Zoom thing is running out. So I have one last question for you before we wrap it up. What do you feel overall from outside generations or anything? What do you feel the most misunderstood thing about teenagers is? Oof. That's hard one. I feel like there's a, the most misunderstood thing is that they can't do something, do a certain thing. I yeah. feel like 
age is I, I strongly believe age is just a number. Hundred um, percent. Especially I'm I've met people of all different income levels from you know billionaires to yeah. people that are broke in all different ages, and um, I've always been treated like with the people that are doing crazy well. I've always been treated like if there was no age barrier there. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so I feel like there's always you know sky's the limit. You know, especially being young, you have tons of social media and everything. Definitely. No one else can understand that except for these teenagers. So, yeah, um, it's definitely it's definitely under undervalued that you know there should be no age barrier, and the 100%. people that are winning are the ones that don't see one. Yeah, great answer. Yeah, that's a good well, answer. That wraps up this episode. We thank you for coming on. This has been a fantastic episode. You told us some great tips, insider things. Yeah. If you guys want to go see any of Alex's social medias, first link in the description. And if you made it to the end of the video and you haven't downloaded it, hit the download button, download. subscribe, comment, all that good stuff. And I think that's a wrap. That's a wrap. <laughs>